Today, friends, from the International Gospel Hour, we're going to talk about salvation, heaven, and the way to heaven. And we're going to turn back the clock, go to look at something written aforetime in the Old Testament to help us see the wonderful blessings that God has in store. Stay tuned for our studies today from the International Gospel Hour. Hi, this is Jay Webb for International Gospel Hour. We're so glad you've decided to listen to our program today. In a world of challenges, we need God's Word to help us face those challenges. Thank you for joining us in this period of Bible study with our speaker, Jeff Archie of International Gospel Hour, a broadcast of the Churches of Christ. Let's listen now. Here's Jeff. Thank you to our J-Web, and greetings to all of you. It is so good to have you with us today, and thank you for tuning in to our broadcast as we study the Word of God together. Dear friends, as mentioned earlier in our introduction, we turn back the clock today, but we're going to do so in a couple of ways. One, I mentioned, we're going to consider 1 Kings chapter 12 from the Old Testament, Of course, when we look at the Old Testament, we think of the words of Paul in Romans 15 and verse 4, that the things that were written aforetime were written for our learning, that through patience and comfort of the Scriptures, we might have hope. And second, we're going to reach back for a voice from the past, as we do occasionally here on our broadcast from International Gospel Hour. Today, we reach back to the voice of Fred Dennis, actually his writings. We have had his lessons before, and we look forward to another lesson from this good brother who lived from 1894 to 1983. He was a native of Monroe County, Ohio, and his preaching was more of a traveling preacher throughout Ohio and West Virginia. He was an exceptional writer, and among the books he penned, he penned three volumes titled 50 Short Sermons. Now, While short as far as brevity in length, they are much more lengthy with the power of the Scripture. And so in a few moments, we're going to consider Brother Dennis's lesson titled, But He Lied to Him. But first, here is our J-Web, and I'll be back in, oh, around 30 seconds or so. The quickest way to reach us is our toll-free number, 1-855-IGH-6988. You can request free Bible study courses, ask a question, or make a comment. Let us know where you hear our broadcast. The number is available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. That number again is 1-855-IGH-6988. Or if you prefer, 1-855-444-6988. And now, Brother Fred Dennis, but he lied unto him. From 1 Kings 11.43, the Bible says, And Solomon slept with his fathers, and was buried in the city of David his father, and Rehoboam his son reigned in his stead. Solomon was the world's wisest ruler. Never was there one like him before, and neither shall be again. After the death of Solomon, his son Rehoboam was made king. Shortly after becoming king, representative Jews came to him with a request. Here it is from 1 Kings 12 and verse 4. Thy father made our yoke grievous. Now therefore make thou the grievous service of thy father, 
and his heavy yoke which he put upon us lighter, and we will serve thee. Now this request seems altogether reasonable. Too many rulers are prone to make for their subjects grievous service and a heavy yoke. Rehoboam showed a streak of wisdom when he said, Depart yet for three days, then come again to me. Many times our decisions would be much wiser if we would take time to think over them seriously and pray over them understandingly. Another mark of wisdom upon the part of Rehoboam comes out when we read this in the record. And King Rehoboam consulted with the old men that stood before Solomon his father while he yet lived, and said, How do you advise that I may answer this people? Wisdom and discretion are more apt to be found with the old than with the young. No doubt this is one reason why God put elders in the church to be overseers. These old men gave the king good advice. And they spake unto him, saying, If you will be a servant unto this people this day, and will serve them, and answer them, and speak good words to them, then they will be thy servants forever. How different the subsequent history of Israel and of Rehoboam might have been had this advice been followed. It is possible to lead people into paths of right, but all but impossible to drive them. Rulers should serve their subjects and speak good words unto them. Much friction in congregations of disciples of Christ would be avoided if the elders would thus act. But alas, he forsook the counsel of the old men which they had given him, and consulted with the young men that were grown up with him and which stood before him. And he said unto them, What counsel give ye that may we may answer this people who have spoken to me, saying, Make the yoke which thy father did put upon us lighter? And the young men that were grown up with him spake unto him, saying, Thus shalt thou speak unto this people that spake unto thee, saying, Thy father made our yoke heavy, but make thou it lighter unto us. Thus shall you say unto them, My little finger shall be thicker than my father's loins. And now whereas my father did lay upon you a heavy yoke, I will add to your yoke. My father has chastised you with whips, but I will chastise you with scorpions. The king followed this wild and reckless advice. He spoke roughly unto the people, and what happened? The saddest thing that can happen among God's people took place. They divided. Ten tribes revolted, set up a rival government, and made Jeroboam their king. Two tribes remained under Rehoboam. Jeroboam made Israel to sin. He did not want the people to go to Jerusalem to worship. He was afraid that their hearts might turn back to their former king in relationships. Gradually he led them away from the right ways of the Lord. He made two calves of gold and set one of them in Bethel and the other in Dan. He told his people it was too much for them to go to Jerusalem. How much that sounds like some religious teachers of our day. He also made priests of the lowest of the people who were not of the sons of Levi. He also ordained a feast in the eighth month like unto the feast that was in Judah. And he offered upon the altar. In giving the record of this, we are told, he had devised of his own heart. Much that is carried on in religious circles today has been devised by the hearts of the people, and the Lord thinks no more of it than he did of Jeroboam's altar, priest, and worship. He would have none of it. 
God sent a man of God to Bethel to cry against this altar. God never makes a mistake in choosing the right man for the right place. It took courage and fidelity to carry out this trust. But the prophet of God was equal to the occasion. Of course God had given him the exact message which he wanted spoken at Jeroboam's altar in Bethel. The man of God delivered it. What were the visible results? And it came to pass, when King Jeroboam heard the saying that the man of God, which had cried against the altar in Bethel, that he put forth his hand from the altar, saying, Lay hold on him. And his hand, which he put forth against him, dried up, so that he could not pull it in again to him. 1 Kings 13.4 The king, (laughs) he did not like the sermon. So many times it is thus. A religious leader or teacher who tries to find out what the people want and then give them that rather than what God wants them to have is not a true man of God. The world is full of these false teachers and some have crept in among us. Beware of false prophets. I know of no soft way of handling false prophets and false teaching. Furthermore, the Bible knows of no such way. But back to the text. The king saw that he was in an awful predicament. He asked the man of God to pray for him that his hand might be restored again. The man of God prayed to this end, and the king's hand was restored him again and became as it was before. Now for the crucial test. And the king said unto the man of God, Come home with me and refresh thyself, and I will give thee a reward. But thanks be to God, the man of God stood the test. Listen to the text. And the man of God said unto the king, If thou wilt give me half thine house, I will not go in with thee, neither will I eat bread nor drink water in this place. For so it was charged by me by the word of the Lord, saying, Eat no bread, nor drink water, nor turn again by the same way that you came. So he went another way, and returned not by the way that he came to Bethel. This preacher could not be scared. He could not be bought. God told him not to eat or drink in Bethel and not to go back the same way that he had gone down. Of course, he could understand these explicit directions. When the very salvation of our souls depends upon obedience to God, it is an absolute necessity that these commands of God be made plain. Thus it has ever been. Of course, this man of God may not have been able to understand why God gave these commands, but he could and did understand the commands. That is all that is required on our part. But there was a lying preacher in town, and he lied unto him. The prophet of God could not be intimidated and could not be bought, but he could be deceived, and he was. And because of this disobedience, he did not reach his earthly home. If we turn away our ears from hearing God, listen to false prophets and false doctrine, we shall not reach the heavenly home. Be not deceived. Jesus Christ said, He that believes and is baptized shall be saved. This is the only thing under heaven that will make a Christian. Do you believe it? Have you obeyed it? Are you a faithful Christian? Dear friends, do you believe it? And have you obeyed it? We would love to help you in your studies of the Word of God. We appreciate this lesson by Brother Dennis. And dear friends, we'd like to offer you a continual study course, actually a free Bible course by mail. Call us at 1-855-IGH-6988, leave your name and address and just say home study, and we will be glad to share it with you. 
We truly appreciate you listening to us today and joining us for our broadcast. We appreciate turning back the clock with Brother Dennis, and we will do this at another time. Thank you for joining me today for the International Gospel Hour broadcast. I'm Jeff Archie, and friends, keep listening. Thank you for listening today. May this study prompt your search of God's Word for His will in your life. To assist you in your study or to listen to other programs, please visit our website at internationalgospelhour.com to God be the glory. Glory.